This is money line. This is money line. This is money line. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Presented by Klein's Jewelry and My Bookie. Klein's Jewelry and My Bookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Nice camera action. Hello, world. Welcome in to Moneyline, a beautiful Sunday morning in studio with the statistician, my partner in grind. Find him at Jordan PFX on Twitter, Josh Jordan. Hey, Jerry, what's going on, my man? Another Sunday, another week to make some money on Moneyline. Texans off to a great start on Thursday night, got the win. What else could be better in the world? It feels good coming in here and having actually some positive positive things to say about the the hometown team and another positive thing for us today is the man behind the glass none other than harrison what up guys happy to be here all right we also got hyped up andrew in the house so he will be getting with us a little bit later to give us some of those active inactives let you know who you need to get in and out of your fantasy lineup and we got a great show for you guys today. We're going to hit on the fantasy leagues that Jerry and I have been participating in with some of the listeners. We'll, we'll give a little update on how everybody's doing. And then, of course, we're going to give you all the gambling and fantasy plays we can to get you ready for kickoff. It's pretty much midseason right now, so we're, we're, we're going to update everyone with what's going on in the listener leagues. We want to give out midseason awards and maybe a little trick-or-treats with the Halloween coming up and people that you might want to put on your scared or spooky list. So we got a little bit of everything coming on. You can find us on Twitter at Moneyline97.5 or you can call the show at any time, 713-780-ESPN. We'll be glad to assist you in all your gambling needs. No doubt about it. So maybe uh, you want to get into the Texans game just a little bit real quick, kind of hit on what we saw the other night for me. I pushed Lamar Miller really hard. He was my start of the week, and he came through over 100 total yards and a touchdown. Will Fuller, I, I pushed him too in my article. And by the way, guys, check that out on Sports Map. Jerry and I both write fantasy and gambling content for Sports Map, so get on over there. You can also find it on our Twitter pages as well. But if you have some questions this week for maybe who you should roll with, go check us out on Sports Map. But uh, yeah, I had Will Fuller in that column too, and of course he went off. But you know, unfortunately, it looks like he's a little dinged up. Well, out for the year. Let's be honest. And we do have. We're going to talk about that a little bit a little later in the show. Maybe some options that the Texans should look at without. Wolf Fuller, but man, Deshaun Watson, hell of a game. I, I hope you guys had him in your starting lineup. A lot of people didn't start him. I've even heard people like, yeah, you know, I messed up. I benched him. I, I went with, you know, Mitchell Trubisky this week, which may not be a, a poor decision. Trubisky's been fantastic. But uh, so hopefully you had Watson in your lineup. But did you see that coming, Jerry? Five touchdowns. I mean, that was an amazing game. Yeah, no, this is what we've been waiting for. This is what we wanted to see. He's broke 30 points twice now this season. The other time he did it was at Indianapolis. But 
the inconsistency is what hurts here because he can hit 31 this week. Last week, 10 points. Week before that, 5.3. You know, so it's what are we going to get? Can we get a few games in a row at this kind of pace, you know, at these kind of numbers? I'm hoping that we do that, see that. They have Denver coming up. Then they have that bye week. Washington, Tennessee, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Jets, Philly, Jacksonville. That's how they end the year. Two of the last three games are on the road. So start looking ahead. The midseason's here. and Start planning towards your uh, playoff runs, seeing what kind of matchups you have in those final three weeks because that's going to play crucial. No doubt about it. This is the time maybe some owners might be a little desperate looking to make some trades. Maybe they're willing to to trade a really good player for the long term just for somebody to help them win in the next couple weeks because you know if you're not at least at 500 around this time of the year, it's going to be really tough to make the playoffs. And also just trying to take advantage of knowing that some people are low on the standings and they have to make a move and take, you know, start trying to throw traits for pivotal pieces that'll put you ahead. You know what I mean? Because that guy's sitting in last place with three strong running or yeah, three strong running backs. One that sits on the bench every week or uses as a flex, but he's weak at wide receiver or maybe his quarterback got hurt. Maybe he's a Garoppolo owner or something like that. Go ahead and start reaching out, throwing out some trades. You'll be surprised at what people will take. Yeah, and the, what I like to advise people to do is try and bundle guys up, right? You know, maybe you've got two flex-type players on your roster, guys that, you know, guys like Sterling Shepard or, you know, guys that, you know, sometimes you play them, sometimes you don't. Maybe you package two or three of those flex guys to go get one stud. Yeah. You know, if, if you could maybe go pull Julio Jones away from a guy that maybe he also got feeling and then, you know, hit pay dirt a little later with the Juju Smith-Schuster and maybe he doesn't need Julio and but you sure do so maybe you can find where he's weak you know put a package a few players together and go get that stud yeah that's perfect strategy it looks real good whenever you open up that trade offer and it's three people that it fills up spots on your team that you you weren't looking to fill you know it kind of puts things it puts things in perspective of what you should do and going forward it, it'll help you immensely immensely no, no doubt about it so really happy about how the texans looked and what about the other side of the ball looks like the defense is finally starting to come around they're you know, they're a defense that you should probably be starting every week now, you know, depending on the matchup. Well, I'm sad to see the end of Brocktober. With a, <laughs> I just I, I still don't know that backward pass, how they uh, how, how that wasn't. I mean, I don't know. Uh, that's yet to be told. I mean, from my perspective, it, it had to. It's a, that's a touchdown. That, that was unbelievable. And how about the Texans tight ends getting in on the action? Finally, finally, finally. And. That's something that they need. That's something uh, that, especially with Fuller now down, that that safety blanket, somebody to be able to throw it to all the time that doesn't necessarily have to get all the way downfield. That's what you'll be looking for. And if he can have that, if Watson has that at his disposal, and like you said, Lamar Miller finally coming on, and we'll talk about him a little bit later as far as uh, is he a trick or a treat going forward because if he can be this, this is what you're looking for. And, I mean, we're still talking about – Alfred Blue in the past game. I mean, I don't know. I, I like it going forward, and I, I'm going I'm to keep him on my treats list for a little bit until he puts a trick on me. No, no doubt about it. And, you know, we'll get into that a little deeper later. But overall, the offensive line's looking a little bit better. You know, Lamar Miller, he's he's starting to look pretty good. Looks like Watson's getting a little healthier, which is big. I think these, you know, this 10 days off that they're going to have to, you know, give Watson some rest, let that chest injury get back to hopefully a hundred percent by the time they play Denver. And and then they go up against another former Texans quarterback in Case Keenum, which is, <laughs> it's kind of, you know, that they would face him in back-to-back weeks is kind of strange, but th- that doesn't terrify me. I mean, Denver's not what they used to be in my no. opinion anymore. 
Let's talk about some players if that go back to last week, not just Thursday. Who was some fantasy cash last week? Because I'm looking at Marlon Mack, and I don't know how he made it up here with 31 points last week. Yeah, I mean, and of course he's hurt again already. <laughs> you, you know, like that's that's what just kills me with that guy is, you know, he's, he finally comes back and then he gets hurt. So, I mean, that... It's going to continue. I don't even know if Hines might be the play this week. I don't. They downgraded Mac during the week, so you, when you see that when they practice and then they downgrade him after that, that is a never a good sign coming into the next week. So guys, be very careful with Marlon Mack. Andrew will update us later on if he's going to be active or not. And it, w- it was an awesome sign, at least seeing some kind of consistency with all of a sudden the running back by committee backfield. All of a sudden, Mac got nineteen rushes, two catches. You know, that's twenty plus uh, touches. So. We were hoping that that was going to continue. You know what I mean? He was he, three targets, two catches, 33 yards, and he even scored. So hopefully he can get healthy. Hopefully we can get him some clarity out of that backfield because going forward, I don't trust anything. Yeah, and then a guy that was cash for me, he didn't have a huge game, but what he showed me is that you can start trusting him and playing him. But he had a good game, not great, and that's Adrian Peterson. You know, like he is, and he's even catching the ball a little bit, which is not really, you know, his MO, but. Adrian Peterson, he's a guy I'm going to get to him a, a little later in the show today, but I like him again. And I, you know, you probably spent nothing on, you know, adding Adrian Peterson to your team. Like we were talking about bundling for trades. Maybe if you're really loaded at running back, you know, Peterson's one of those guys you could bundle up with another good player to go get, if, maybe if you need a really good receiver. So these are the guys to keep in mind that they can help you build a better team. And this is the time of year to do it. Breaking news. News flash. What's up, guys? It's another beautiful Sunday here in Houston, Texas. The Texans won on Thursday, so I don't have to be stressed about anything <laughs> heading into the, the games today. So starting off with the quarterback position, there are no real major injuries this week. I mean, Josh Allen's still out, but like I said, there are no real major injuries this week to anyone of importance. At running back, Adrian Peterson continues to be a warrior. The ageless wonder continues to fight through all those injuries. He's going to be active this week. Isaiah Crowell was a full participant in practice all week. He seemed to turn a corner, so he looks like he's 100% ready to go. Theo Riddick is out, and that means continue to fire up on Johnson. He's going to be getting all the touches out there in Detroit. Royce Freeman is out. Leonard Fournette, unfortunately, he's going to stay out. And now there are whispers that he might be out past their bye week. Wow. There, there, there have been whispers now that he may be out past week 10. Their bye week is in week 9. So... Week 10 is the earliest you're going to see him, but don't be surprised if it's not week 11, week 12, which is terrible news for all those Leonard Fournette owners out there. Sorry, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> At wide receiver, we got Golden Tate is active. Larry Fitzgerald is active, and he actually is one of my sneaky players this week. Mike McCoy was their offensive coordinator, and he had been doing a god-awful job yeah. over there in Arizona. They fired him. Byron Leftwich is in. Larry Fitzgerald is finally healthy. You know, he's been dealing with a hamstring injury almost all year, and it looks like he's finally turned a corner. He practiced in back-to-back days for the first time in forever this season. So he he's a decent value play if you're looking at daily fantasy. Whenever you can get a Hall of Fame guy at a good value, you know, he, he, he might be someone to look at. Robbie Anderson, he's doubtful. Quincy Inunua is out. So the at-Jets receiver core is absolutely decimated. Uh, someone to potentially look at is Jermaine Curse. It's based because he's basically the only guy they got out there right now who's got any sort of reliability. Jamison Crowder remains out for the Redskins as well. And moving over to the tight end position, Tyler Croft is out, which means CJ Uzoma is still the Bengals' number one option at tight end. And David Njoku is going to be active for the 
Cleveland Browns. And to finish up my segment, <sighs> Will Fuller tore his ACL on Thursday, and this is terrible news for me and all the other Texans fans. He's been a key part of unlocking their offense, and we'll see you next season, Will. Oh, Jerry. Not my Willie! <laughs> Not my Willie! I just don't see how this keeps happening. It seems like I come to the table, and every time something like this happens, I say, I just traded for that guy. Again, Josh, it happens to me. McKinnon did it to me. I was Team Jimmy. Every I wanted to do everything Jimmy Garoppolo had around him. I lost there. And now, Will Fuller, you do this to us? Like, after you had him on your radar plays? And he came through before yeah. he got hurt. And I had him, check this out, I had him as a trifecta bet for everybody. I said he would have at least five receptions, over 53 yards and a touchdown. That last, that, that bomb, it was his fifth catch. Put him over, and he scored. We were celebrating. I was going to change my kid's name to Will in Spanish. <laughs> Will, right? But before I could even get to that third, fourth beer, you see what happens. Of course, I was drinking Thrive Plus during that beer. <laughs> we'll get to them a little bit later. Yeah, friends of the friends of the show. But honestly, yeah, if, if you lost them, you were getting... You were spoiled. You were seeing touchdowns at a at a high rate. You were seeing Watson. Even as a Watson owner, you were spoiled. You knew yeah. that he could use them. And now we need something else. As a as an owner, I say we because I feel like there should be a group, uh, a support group for us. And <laughs> at this point, we'll just be back. Moneyline, ESPN ninety seven five. Rest in peace. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. 713-780-ESPN. Get any calls in, any questions, anything your gambling heart desires, we're here. Also... Quick shout out to our sponsors over at Thrive Plus, our future sponsors. I just want to, we, we talked about if you're out there drinking, it's a Sunday morning and it's hard. I used to get up on Sunday mornings and try to set these rosters with one eye open, 1130, 1135. I know y'all feel me out there right now because you're yep. probably dealing with that right now, trying to get up. You're hurting. You're, you set your, your alarm for about 15 more minutes, hoping, <laughs> hoping. But you know that's playing with fire because on many occasions you'll find yourself trying to Fill that last spot, 11.59, 30 seconds, and you, you just hit update, and you hope, you're hoping that it saves. So let's avoid all that. Seriously, we're getting a little old, and that Thrive Plus comes in handy. You used it last week, and you yes. were in here looking, like I said, <laughs> you, you look like you were about to go to, to a wedding. I, I felt great. It's great stuff, and it just makes a lot of sense, guys. You know, it's Sunday. We typically like to have a few cocktails. I know the Texans aren't playing today, but they typically are. So maybe you're headed to the tailgate, or you're, you're headed to watch the game, and you got to go to work on Monday, and you don't want to feel terrible. So... Take Thrive Plus. It works. So we're very glad they've joined us. They're going to be joining us with some live reads next week. So we just wanted to thank them as a new sponsor to the show. So thank you, Thrive Plus, guys. Give it a shot. So we talked about some midseason awards, did we not? Do you want to get into a few of these guys Let's here? do it. It's about that time. It's about to get into this midseason awards. We're about to get into the awards even in our fantasy leagues and see who are the, the MVPs thus far. Let's do it, Josh. All right, let's go. Now, we have the guys that have just produced the most, but we also have the guys that have produced at a high level, but they didn't cost you a first or second round draft pick. 
So for me, and I think we we both kind of agree on this guy, he's got to be in the conversation. And that's James Conner from the Pittsburgh Steelers. You might have been able to pick him up off your waiver wire. He is averaging 23 fantasy points per game this year in a PPR. So for somebody that you maybe didn't even have to draft, talk about a midseason MVP with James Conner right there. And just the drop-off that you thought was going to happen, right? And then it's not there. Le'Veon, joke's on you, man. And I'm a Steeler guy. And at this point, I don't know if we need that anymore. He lost the locker room. Once you lose the offensive lineman and as a quarterback or as a running back, you better, you're cutting for yourself out there. And at the end of the day, I think it's, it's overwhelming when he's been able to do, especially with his life story and everything and just, just throwing it all together. But another James that I like is James White. Oh, yes. And it's crazy to think that with going into the season, we knew they would have a running back by committee. And with New England, it's always tricky. They play it by game plan, but... James White to be a top six overall scorer in fantasy with 143 total points. That's huge. That's bigger than what James Conner is. And, and we just spoke about him about how that's that's bigger than Ezekiel Elliott. That's more than Christian McCaffrey. I mean, it's crazy that we got to give you an award. Come on down, yeah. James White. <laughs> Come on down, James. And, you know, we'd, we'd be crazy if we didn't bring up this guy's name. He's just so obvious and so fantastic. Todd Gurley. You know, I know he was the number one overall pick, but when you take somebody with your number one overall pick, you want him to produce at that level. Now, is 29 fantasy points per game on average, is that good? Is that what you were probably hoping for with your number one pick? Damn right it is. 29. Is, is being on pace to beat the Damian Thomason's touchdown record, is that good? Because right now he's on pace to beat it by one. And we remember, we, Josh and I were talking about it pre-show, about those good times of those LaDainian Thomason years when, when the fantasy boom was really coming yeah. along. And, I mean, you had him throwing touchdowns. What else can you <laughs> ask for out of a running back? We miss you, LT. Yeah, we, we do. Those were the days where you'd count on LT getting you like three touchdowns every game. Him and Sean Alexander. The other guy I want to mention is it's got to be our rookie of the year, but he's in the conversation for MVP, Saquon Barkley. Wow. You know, a lot of people were, ah, should I take him in the first round? You know, he's a rookie. It's kind of risky. 25 fantasy points per game is what he is averaging in a PPR this year. That is incredible. Let's look at these 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 stat sheets. 26, 37, 28, 22, 20. His, a bad game for him is 22. Imagine <laughs> that. And what happens is is his ability to catch the ball. And the way that the Giants are playing their offense right now, their offensive line troubles, they're dumping it to him. I hate to see the position he's in, though, because it feels like almost like a wasted year as far as a running back. The running back's shelf life is small, right? Yeah. We all know that. And just to take away a year from him, don't get me wrong, I guess it's good that it happened his first year because he needed that the game speed to, to, to realize how to beat these defenses. And if he can do it now with an offense that's struggling, imagine if maybe this is Eli's last year over there. Maybe they start doing a, a you know a, a remodeling of the team. And if that happens, Barkley's his, his ceiling is higher than ever as far as just a franchise guy. And I love him in dynasty modes. That's the guy you want to have going forward. He's amazing. He's huge, but he can move like Barry Sanders. I mean, the guy's incredible. Love him. And I do want to get into this a little later, talking about Odell. I'm kind of worried about him going forward. We'll get into that later in the show, guys. But let's continue with the awards. How about we move over to the wide receivers? How about more than a Thielen, Adam Thielen this year? Number one wide receiver in a PPR, averaging 25 fantasy points per game this year. If you took him in the third or fourth round, you are ecstatic. And that's... To add on to that is 
right there in the top 12, you still got Stefan Diggs. Yeah. You have one offense with two guys. It reminds you of the Steelers offense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they'll have two guys. Or or even Denver for a little while when they could do it with Thomas and Sanders that you'd see them both in the top 15. And having a quarter, that quarterback automatically does points for you. And we'll get to Kirk Cousins and Vikings a little later. We're on them. That's just a little tease. So, Adam Thielen, come down and get your award because you deserve it, man. Everything that you've been through as far as a career and anybody out there, there's always a second chance if you're that guy. So it's all on you, man. No doubt about it. The other guy we want to get to, we pushed him very hard, Devontae Adams. We were saying take him with your second-round pick. Right now, he is the number two receiver in fantasy, averaging over 23 points a game in a PPR, over 500 yards, already six touchdowns. We thought he'd have a big year, and he's having that. And just to piggyback off that, you know what I like about the, I'm kind of looking about like the top 11 right now for receivers this year. Almost all these guys are the guys that we were drafting. You know, so many years you you know drafting early, I should say. So many years you see there's all these guys that you didn't expect to be in the top 10. But let me listen to the top 10: Thielen, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hill, Hopkins, Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, AJ Green. It's I mean, nice, th- th- yeah, nice. I mean that's all the and that's all you want in fantasy, right guys, is that your studs are actually studs. And consistency, Adams scored a touchdown in every game but one, had two last week. His targets is what's crazy. He hasn't seen fewer than eight looks or had five or less than five catches or 52 yards in any game this season. That goes to no matter. He's matchup proof. Rodgers throws him open. When you, you, you watch them play, he's covered. He throws him open, and that's what you want. 35 pieces, 30, 29 the week before out of a receiver. It's crazy, and I love to see it. But I'd love to see is Julio Jones get in the end zone here. Julio Jones is a top seven wide receiver in scoring overall, right? 812 total yards. That's that's immense. That's it leads the league. Or I'm sorry, he's second to Thielen, but zero touchdowns. Thielen five. That's the difference in all the points. Thielen has 179 total points, right? And he's only he's got 10 yards more than Julio, but Julio 133. It drops him seven spots just for that. I guess we're looking for positive regression, and it might happen coming up soon, but. I don't know what to think of it anymore. You got to get in the end zone. No, I agree. It reminds me of Andre Johnson. You know, the guy would just put up huge yardage, but he never got in the end zone. And I don't want to leave out the tight ends. We've got to, you know, quickly. Zach Ertz has been incredible this year. You know, Gronk has been a little bit of a letdown. He's been banged up. He hasn't had a huge year. But Zach Ertz has been phenomenal. Kelsey's been very good. So there's a couple guys right there that you took very high. They came through for you. So they're definitely in the conversation. They're not going to be MVPs, but we just want to give them a little love for dominating their position and you know I think that Chicago defense has been pretty good you know that was something that a lot of people they didn't even draft those guys in a lot of leagues so here's a few of the guys that that, that probably helped you get to where you are this far and I think the shocker with the tight ends is Eric Ebron at about 15 (laughs) fantasy points per game I mean that's that's crazy so Ebron has been very good and you know, we need to talk about this a little later. Like, Jack Doyle's coming back this week. Do you think Ebron's going to, you know, lose some targets and fall off a little bit? I think so, and Doyle's going to get his pieces. But at the end of the day, he's a big red zone target, Ebron, and he's finding the spot. So we'll get to that. I'm sure these guys that we've talked about are on a lot of these teams in our Moneyline leagues, right? So let's go ahead and update everyone on how we're doing on these leagues. In one of our leagues, the uh, – I'm sorry. I don't even know which the name of this one is, but Team Love. Five and two, leading the division. That uh, That's the one my wife is in actually also. So he leads that division. The only 
guy to have uh, a winning record. Then you go down to the other division, and this this division is packed, packed with talent. You have the Houston Cowboys, Rene DeLeon, five and two. Texas Psychos, five and two. Big old TDs, four and three. <laughs> Just hype, four and three. So four of the five teams in that division all have winning records. It's wild. It really is. And then in my my league right here is I'm in the East Division in my league and, and John Olson's in first place with Biatches too being uh, the name of his team. He's sitting at six and one, really dominating the league so far. I'm at four three in second place in the East. And then our in our Western division, we it looks like we have a uh, uh, Jason Abair, I believe, at five and two. And we also have <laughs> your ass's dragon <laughs> is also at five and two leading that division. So good job, guys. We are we're at the halfway point in the season. Keep pushing. You still got a half season to go. Try and make those trades. Try and improve your squad and, and try and get ready for the playoffs to where you have good matchups. And then the last league here, the one that I'm in, we have Team Evil Hojo killing it right now. Five and two leading that division, but also in that division, and I happen to be in this one, and I'm holding a three and four record. I'm looking up at y'all. Team Escogni, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, five and two as well. On the bottom, on the west side of the uh, the brackets, the divisions, Knucklehead, the Knuckle Babies, I'm sorry, and I believe it was Kingwood Knuckle Babies. That's my man, Carl. This guy, every time I see his name, I'm always going to remember one thing. Whenever we had the... Uh, Send in an email and tell us why you belong to be in the league. The first thing he told me was like, hey, I'm the old school. I'm from the times of Natron Means. I'm talking about <laughs> we didn't even have the computers to go to. We would call the local newspapers and ask them about the box scores to get our scores. And that's old school. Congratulations, Carl. You've been wrecking it. You're 5-2, and two and he leads that division. It's, it's wild. It's, I'm excited to see where the, the rest of the season takes us. The season's not over by any means for anyone. You go ahead and start making those trades, even if you find yourself on the bottom. Go ahead and make some moves. Don't just let your team go, go to, 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 to the trash. You know what I mean? At least try to save it. And this is where you find out, even in a bad year, even if you're at the bottom of the standings, this is where you, you can experiment. You know what I mean? You, if you, you have nothing to lose, per se, right? So go ahead and take a risk. Maybe give up more than what you're getting for a player that's playing better now than he will later. So at the end of the day, take a risk because you have nothing to lose if you're at the bottom right now. Take a risk. That's true. And if you want to take a calculated risk, you know, you could go to some of these, uh, these players that we said, these MVPs, and, you know, you can even bet them online. You can play them in daily fantasy. These are the guys that you should be building your teams around. So keep that in mind as you're going forward in the rest of the season. So Adam Thielen's a guy that you got to be pretty excited about. So you might want to get him in your daily lineups. And we're going to get into daily a little bit later in the show today. And, and you know, we're not going to have Josh with us today at Fantasy ADHD. He's not going to be with us. So we're going to, we're going to do it for you, right? I mean, that's why we're here. So we're going to tell you guys where you can go get your fantasy plays in. You can bet over or under on fantasy players. And where you can also get the games in where Jerry's going to give you his picks for the week. And, Jerry, where would they go to put these bets down? My bookie, of course. This week's been a wild Wild week over there with the Raheel Challenge, and I hope everyone yeah. had fun. I, I was I was part of the Raheel team, and it was good. We're going to keep doing things like that. Not very many books go out there and do it. They do it for the fun. They're like, think about it right now. They're doing it so we can have fun with it. We can see our own people, people we actually know going out and doing these contests. None of these sites, they're doing it like that big. You know what I mean? My bookie's trying to get out there and trying to make the game fun. That's where I play. I have very, very many followers on Bookie Busters, and they always ask me, where do you go? Where do you play? And at the end of the day, I ask, who pays? 
And that's what you want to know. Who pays? Ask me who pays. Don't ask me where to play. And if you ask me who pays, it's my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. You can easily pick winners, but getting paid is on a whole nother story. MyBookie.ag is the online destination to get action on any game. Safe, reliable, business in years. That's what you're looking for. Don't go for one of these little pop-up shops that popped up all of a sudden and are going to give you some bonus that you'll never get. And that's not what you're looking for in this industry. You're looking for straight-up honesty, transparency, and customer service. They're there. If you need something answered, you're not talking to some machine. You can go ahead and write them. You can call them. They are there to answer any questions. Go on your computer or mobile phone right now. MyBookie.ag is the place you want to go to get your account started. They'll match your deposit dollar for dollar right now. That's exactly what I'm saying. $100 deposit? Now you have 200 That's crazy. They're giving you bullets to fire on them. Get in there right now and put in promo code radio to activate the offer. Uh, that's promo code radio. Go to mybookie.ag and don't forget to use that promo. Bam, you got money. You doubled your account. We're about to give you winners. We're about to give you some fantasy plays. And that's all this is about on a Sunday morning making some money. You play, you win, you get paid. Mybookie.ag. is Money Line on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Klein's Jewelry. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. What's up, Houston? We're almost leading up to kickoff. What do we got, an hour and a half? Let's get going. Let's talk some football. Let's talk some gambling. 713-780-ESPN. Or you can get us on uh, Twitter at Moneyline975. Reach out to us. We're ready to get going. We're ready to give you some winners. No doubt. 713-780-3776. If you have any fantasy or gambling questions for my man, Jerry Bowe, if I remember right, you're hitting it like a 70% clip right now. Is that true? It's sick. It's sick. Honestly, the, the bookie buster movement is is stronger than ever. We're hitting on both sides, though. Let's not don't 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 be a little too humble here. Like just go ahead and tap yourself on the back. This man's hitting all his under the radar plays this week. We have two of them. We have to make up players now because he's hitting them so far. I was told him, my man, I got these guys on my list, and it's like. Josh, you're hitting you're hitting them left and right, and I'm just I, I got I got a feeling the 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 mantra of the show is moving forward. The things are positive, and let's keep winning because you know these things, these rates that we talk about, they're not sustainable. People say right, so you got to be ready for the ups and downs of gambling or even fantasy. You know, you're gonna have a a time whenever your player might not perform as he should be, and you you're ready to write him off and ship him out of town, or or you're ready to give up on a team uh, to, to to say this team is done, or or a team even gave up on themselves as. as the Giants seem to be doing tanking. Yeah. So these are all things that we have to take advantage of. We'll look for angles. And at the end of the day, we always do this together. We do. And and on your, your Giants point, I, I think if you're an Odell Beckham owner, that's a little scary to me because they might be benching Eli. You know, their season's pretty much over. He's not playing well. And if that happens, you know, and also if you're a Sterling Shepard owner, you know, he's more of a flex play for you. You're not counting on him like you are Odell, but would you be thinking about moving Odell if you could get something good for him? I would. I would, but it's just crazy coming off this big contract, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like everything's happening so fast. And at the end of the day, it starts with the from inside out. And 
Yes, Eli's having a bad year, but I don't know too many quarterbacks you could put back behind that line that they're going to do a, a sufficient job. Let's, yes, he, he his, his arm strength is not there as before. I don't think he's getting the ball. I think he's got happy feet. I think his reads are bad now. I mean, I think this all goes down to, though, that he feels the feet coming in. At that age, last thing you want to do is be taking hits. He's looking at he's looking at people like Brady over there staying clean. You know, they leave these games with clean jerseys, and, and he's looking at himself fighting, man. And at that age, for him to keep fighting, he saw, he saw his own brother right off into the sunset you know what I mean and mm-hmm. he wanted to maybe try to do the same and I just don't see it working out for him I, I don't either I think you hit on it that line is just terrifying and they almost look like they've already kind of quit the team you know and it's early in the year and I talked about this in the preseason how AJ Green concerned me last year because it looked like he kind of quit when they got out of it so that's the thing to keep an eye on guys is is the teams that don't have a ton to play for maybe they don't want to dive into that pile <laughs> risk getting hurt you know cuz the season's over and they're making business decisions so so keep that in mind there's there's a reason that you target guys on great teams when you're putting your drafts together guys on the Patriots guys on the Packers guys on the Saints you know guys that are on you know prolific offensive teams and if they have a hall of fame quarterback that doesn't hurt either so let's go ahead and get into some of these games we do have another early game this year over in london between the eagles and the jags and it looks like bortles is driving right now so hopefully if you had any eagles or any jaguars you already made your lineup decisions and got those locked in if you had any bets on the game hopefully you got that in at 17 12 eagles right now with about two minutes left in the third just so you guys know so i don't really find a need to to talk about this game, Jerry, since it's practically almost over. So why don't we go over to the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game, and let's see, uh, what do you think about this one? From a gambling play, it looks like the Steelers are uh, an eight-point favorite. The line opened at seven and a half, so it hasn't moved a ton. Over-unders at 48. Do you have any thoughts on this one? Well, when these two teams play each other, the games have been a lot closer than you would think. I believe the last four games that they've played has had a total of 10 points margin combined. These teams have played each other close. I do think Pittsburgh ultimately wins today, but I don't know how they get there over that spread. The spread's a little bit past the key numbers to me. I do like them, and I don't know how much I trust Mayfield. Don't get me wrong. I, I love him overall as a standpoint. I think he has needs some time to grow, but at the end of the day, to go up into Pittsburgh, it's tough. That's a tough place to play. No doubt about it. Let's hit it from fantasy. You're, you're starting Antonio Brown. You're starting Juju. You're starting James Conner. Uh, what do you think about Big Ben today? I love him. I think uh, there's some injuries on the Cleveland side of the ball that, that will ultimately hurt him. I think that they can be beat. And the crazy thing is here, you have Greg Williams, right, as the defensive coordinator of Cleveland. He blitzes at a top three rate. He's done it all his life. Well, Big Ben, he's the top three quarterback under pressure. He doesn't, if you know Big Ben, he'll stand in the pocket, maybe sometimes too long, and I hate that as a fan. But at the end of the day, those extra two, three seconds that he gets to give his guys to get open to beat the defensive backs. Imagine having to be a defensive back holding somebody for over four, five, six seconds. It's tough. It's tough. And that's what Big Ben does. He stays in the pocket. He's not scared of Greg Williams' blitzes. And that's gonna that's where the game will be dictated at, I believe, because I don't know. It's we know what James Conner's gonna be. We talked about him, right? He's a workhorse. He has he's averaging four point four three yards a game, uh yards per carry a game, right? So 
it's there. I was looking at the stats between him and Le'Veon between here and last year at this point. Le'Veon was at 4.1. He's .3 yards of a, uh, better per carry. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Uh, I just got a tweet here from Holly. She likes uh, Cleveland and the points. She said uh, Cleveland hasn't been blown out this year. So for whatever it's worth, guys. And another thing about Connor that's impressive, he has faced eight-plus defenders in the box 39% of the time he runs. That's third highest. But he receives the fifth Late lease yards with contact, right? So he's not getting hit at contact to about 2.7 yards up the field, meaning that the defense or the offensive line is getting a push, allowing him to open holes and, and find those. That's beautiful. And on the Cleveland side of the ball, I think you roll with Jarvis Landry again this week. He came up big last week after a down week. And I think Najoku is a guy that, that you're probably you're going to go with this week too. All right, moving along. Denver at Kansas City. Uh, started at a 10.5-point spread. Now it's down to 9 in favor of Kansas City. What do you think about this one? From a gambling perspective, we saw what happened a few weeks ago. That was the first game that you kind of, and it was on national TV, you kind of saw that, okay, maybe Mahomes is not superhuman for a little bit of that game. Then he came back, boom, busted him open, and, and we were on to the next week. But for a second there, it looked like Denver maybe had it figured out. They have to limit from a and this is from a gambling standpoint you have to limit the mistakes you have to go ahead and capitalize off these when you get 10 points though that leaves a back door open all time and in NFL gambling 14 17 that's a blowout right so you could be down 14 points in this game and get a backdoor touchdown loose by seven and you win the bet think about it from a gambling standpoint whenever you go to put these bets and don't think of it from the actual fandom or the actual just watching the game all right there you go uh, on the Denver side of the ball you're starting Emmanuel Sanders I think you can roll with Demarius Thomas, but I'm not exciting. I'm thinking uh, Philip Lindsay you could play this week for sure. Uh, I think he's a guy I'd roll with. And the Kansas City side of the ball, man, you're starting them all. You know, maybe Watkins is the only guy you're like, eh, maybe, maybe not. But, man, Hunt's been unbelievable. You're not sitting Tyree Kill. You're not sitting Pat Mahomes. All right, moving along. Jets at Bears. Looks like this one started at a touchdown favorite by Chicago, up to nine and a half now. Um, uh... I think I like Tariq Cohen this week on the Bears side of the ball. I don't know if Allen Robinson's going to go. So maybe Gabriel's a guy you can use there as a flex if you like him. (laughs) On the Jets side of the ball, I really don't like anybody. So I'm avoiding them this week. I know you could possibly go with a Crowell, but he's so inconsistent. I'm not really sure. If I'm desperate, I'll play him. What do you think about this? Are you, are you betting on this game at all, Jerry? I will be betting on this. I think the number is a little large, but I think the injuries are what solidifies it. The Jets are hurting, right? They, uh, you, When you look at them as far as defensive backs and, def- and, and defending the pass, they're a top seven defense. But this week, they'll have three starters out. Tremaine Johnson's going to be out, Buster Scrine, and Marcus May. And also on the offensive side, you have all these receivers that are hobbled, like, like Andrew said. like, I mean, Robbie Anderson... You don't know who's going to be catching the balls. And you have a rookie going in to Soldier Field. That's bad, bad news to be playing there. I don't like it at all. The nine points is right. I think another good bet, and we'll get to it on my bets, will be the team total on the Jets to go under. I don't think they ultimately get there, but we'll touch a little bit later. All right. Well, we'll get to the other games on the other side of this break. 
But uh, quickly, I just I wanted to ask you guys, if maybe if you're looking for something to do today, the Texans already won, so you're not going to go watch that. So you can actually join Texans Mascot Toro at Dignity Memorial's annual Day of the Dead celebration. It's a free event to the public. Anybody can go. Maya Marino from ABC 13 News is the master of ceremonies. They're going to have hayrides, flamingo dancers, mariachis, a market, kid-friendly activities, free snacks and refreshments. So come celebrate with Toro and ESPN 97.5 at Dignity Memorial at Forest Park, Lawndale Cemetery, and Funeral Home. It's at 6900 Lawndale Street in Houston, and it's going to be going on from 2 to 5 p.m. today, guys. So definitely go check that out. Jerry and I will be right back. We'll hit the rest of the games. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's Best Sports Talk, ESPN 97.5. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, where it's always scary. ESPN 97.5. Hit us up on the HRMP listener line, 713-780-ESPN, or you can get us on Twitter at Moneyline 97.5. This week, we want to talk about players that uh, are trick-or-treating, maybe a little scary, a little spooky, or somebody that you want to take advantage going forward, and we have that for you. So let's kick it off, Josh. Yeah, no doubt about it. Let's let's talk about a few of these trick-or-treats, and let's start it with the... Right here in Houston, Texas, Lamar Miller starting to show something. Running game starting to get going. And uh, is he going to be a thriller? Is he going to be a trick or treat for the rest of the season? The one thing I would like to say is he has Denver next week, and they are a fantastic matchup for running backs. They are just getting killed by the run. They gave up a 200-yard rushing game to Gurley two weeks ago. The week before that, they gave one up to Isaiah Crowell. So, Jerry Bow. Lamar Miller, what do you think? Trick or treat heading forward. I think he'll be a treat. I think the it, a lot depends on where the offense goes as a whole, and I think that the offense is trending upward. Maybe it's uh, maybe a fact of who were they facing, but until they uh, slow down a little bit from what they've shown the last few weeks, then I'm, I'm sticking with them. And as far as Miller just particularly, I like him going forward. That's what they needed, and he's, he needs confidence. He needed confidence for himself, and he needed to show the team that he is this guy. He can go back to what he was in Miami, and he could be consistent. Let's go forward, and, and let's hope that he treats us well. I agree, and it looks like uh, Alfred Blue is not getting as much work. Remember, Lamar had that chest injury where he had to miss a game. He was active, but he didn't play. Thanks a lot for the us fantasy people. But uh, anyway, so I do like Lamar going forward. Hopefully they can keep it up. All right, next up on the list, we have a quarterback. Is he a trick or a treat? This quarterback is the number three quarterback in fantasy this year. He is averaging 28 fantasy points per game through six games. None other than Mitchell Trubisky of the Chicago Bears. Is he a trick or a treat? Well, the way he's been playing, he's had so such bad, bad games, right? But he's been a treat 
if you put him in your millionaire maker lineups. He's been in two of the last three weeks. He's been in the millionaire maker top lineup. So I guarantee you there's a lot more jerseys being bought by these guys and, and babies being named Mitchell <laughs> because he's bringing the dollars home. So he's like a, a mini Snickers as opposed to like one of those <laughs> crappy apples that you get from, you know, the people that give out apples for Halloween. He's the candy corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smarties are good, too. So we will put that there. We, we want the good candy. Those are those are our treats. We don't want the dental floss or the toothpaste, you know, the dentist that always gives out that stuff in your neighborhood. We don't want any of that. So Mitchell Trubisky. That's terrible. That's dude. terrible. Let's, let's, <laughs> I just thought about that, man. And as a kid, when you would walk up to these to, to, to trick or treat and you were knocking, you knew as a kid whenever they'd hand you those, either the big Reese's or the Snicker bar, you're like, thanks. But then as soon as they hand you some some off-label bag, you look at it and you're like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> Licorice, thanks. In my neighborhood, I give out the king size candy. I don't want my house getting egged, so yeah. I give out I give out the good stuff. You know, the big old Nestle crunches and stuff. So. We we uh, there's a there's a neighborhood close to me. Uh, it was called Green Tea. It's still named that. But uh, either way, we would go there when we were young, and all the, a lot of wealthy people were there. They would give out, bro. I'm talking about not fun size. I'm talking about the real sneaker bars and whatever. We were getting whole yep. candy bars. Go showing up to school the next day, just eating on candy bars for about a week and. Now my uh my my sugar levels aren't the same still. <laughs> but it was fun. It was totally worth it. All right, here's a guy that has been fantastic. We talked about him a little earlier in the show. I want to know if he's a trick-or-treat, and it's really not about performance for me if he's going to be a trick-or-treat going forward. It's about opportunity. Sony Michelle returning to practice. James White, can he keep this up, Jerry? He has been incredible this year, a top five running back in PPR. Will he be a trick-or-treat in the second half? He's a treat. I think at this point you can't take him off the field because the defense of the Patriots suffers, and they're involved in a lot of high-scoring games, and that's what's ultimately going to hurt. If Michelle could come back and be a really, really weapon in the passing game, then so be it. But James White, he's been there. He's got the trust. Belichick, trust him. He's been there in some of the biggest moments for the Patriots in the last few years. And once you got that trust from him and Tommy, I mean, it's over. He knows who he likes. And don't get me wrong, a, a, a guy like Sonny Michelle, they would love to go in there and be that traditional guy that could run between the tackles. But at the end of the day, if, you're, if your offense is, uh, defense is giving up points and you got to play catch up, you need somebody that can catch the ball in the open field. And that's who James White is so he's a treat keep it going i don't know if he ends up top 10 but he'll be up there there you go all right let's move on to another guy let's pick another wide receiver here how about deshaun jackson right now he is 16th in ppr ranks which if you would have said that before the season he wasn't being drafted like that deshaun jackson can he keep it up trick or treat well, the treat here is that we heard some news, right? Yeah. And the news is that he wants to get traded, I believe, before Tuesday or something like yeah. that. So what better trick or treat than for the Texans to be able to scoop him up for Will Fuller to, yeah. to fill the gap? Once a player like Deshaun Jackson checks out mentally, I believe that it, you have to be strong-minded, you know what I mean, in the NFL. And there's some people that you that you know that will go to work every day with their lunch pail, and I don't believe this is one of them. And just a few weeks back, he was he was letting people wear his chain. I mean, let's think about this. He was wearing – everything was good. Fitzpatrick was there. Everything was going down. And then all of a sudden, three, four weeks later, you got your chain back. You, 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 you're selling your chain. You're selling the team, and you want to get out of there. Trick or treat. Texans get up on that. He play perfect for that speed roll. Yeah, no doubt about it. He's a speed merchant. He's got. He doesn't have a ton of money left on his deal. He's in his thirties. Hopefully, you're not going to have to spend a second round pick or anything better than that on him. I'd be cool if they spend a third on Deshaun. Get him in here. Take the top off the defense. Give Hop a little help. 
So, all right, guys, that has been our trick or treat segment uh, brought to you by, well, I guess, all the candy bars that we name. Yeah. So, so they, they, they get a free plug there. So, all right, now we're going to get back into a few more of these games so that we have enough time to get through all of them. So, let's pick up where we left off. What do we think about the Washington Giants game this week? It looks like Washington, the game's in New York, and Washington's a one point favorite. It opened as a pick 'em. What do you think about this one, Jerry? I don't know what the Giants are doing with Eli Apple. How do you get rid of snacks? You know what I mean? Like, first off, just with him being snacks. And then second off, your run defense was hurting. Now you're just straight up saying, we're done. We're, we're just we're, we're, we're shipping these guys out. And I don't know what they're going to do. The line is scary to me because it screams to grab Washington. Everything tells you grab Washington right now. I believe Adrian Peterson is going to run it down their throat. He's become the centerpiece of the offense. He's got 25 touches the last few games. Uh, it's 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 trending forward. Everything's working against the Giants. Uh, the the defense, the uh, Greg Minuski's def- uh, pass defense is is awesome. I mean, they'll be able to ultimately limit maybe what Eli can do. And I just I guess from a gaming standpoint, you have to get on Washington until the Giants show you that they actually want to win and they're not just tanking, tanking. I'm with you. And from a fantasy point of view, I think Adrian Peterson's really the only guy I'm interested in on Washington's side. I think you might be able to play their defense this week and maybe bad Eli shows up. I think that's possible. On New York side of the ball, guys, you know who I love? And I give him a lot of love on this show, Sterling Shepard. But here's why. Washington is getting torched through the air by wide receivers. It's a top three matchup. And Josh Norman's probably going to spend a lot of his time on Odell. So I think Sterling Shepard's a really nice play this week. Of course, you're starting Barkley and you're starting Odell. And he's awesome this year. You talk about consistency. Shepard has now 75 plus yards in four of the last five games. That's on pace for 1,160 yards. That'd be easily, easily a career high for him. And he's also tied with red zone targets with 12 with OBJ. So that's what you're looking for. These opportunities. Not only is he getting the yards in between the 20s, he's getting looks inside the red zone. And that's what you need for fantasy production. No doubt. And I think we can hit this one quickly before the break. Seattle, Detroit. What do you think about the Seattle running backs situation with Carson and like how do you do you think is he going to get most of the touches do you trust him at all at this point I don't know who's going to get the touches but somebody needs to be trusted there because it's Seattle's been leaning on the run heavily lately and today's matchup against a Detroit team that gives up the most yards per carry you have to lean on that and I think they will it's just it's crazy to think that Seattle really runs the ball that much, but they've been hammering the ball on the ground, and none other than the Detroit Lions are your opponent. You have to keep to that. What, what do you think that Snacks adds to the mix? You know, they're so bad against the run, but that's what he's good at. Do you think he plays a lot this week? Not so much, I don't think, this week, but eventually he is going to, he, he will help them. That's what they needed. They needed somebody in there to clog up that hole. That's why. When we talked about the Giants, it hurts them. It hurt when you he he is that run stopper. He that's what he's built for. And I don't know what's going to happen here. He's in the perfect spot though. A defense that's overperforming. People don't realize how good that defense has been playing in their spots. They've had bad games, but when they're on, they can get to the quarterback. I agree, and uh, I like Doug Baldwin this week just to kind of finish up the fantasy. Uh, on the Lions side, I think Golden Tate could come through for you. You know, Galladay, uh, I don't know if I love him this week, but I think if you need him, you use him. And from a gambling play, this is the one I picked this week, Jerry. I, I took Seattle plus three. What do you think of this one? That's a super, super sharp play. A lot of uh, recreational betters, a lot of people go to this board right now. And I've heard, I mean, I get it because a lot of people, I know friends of mine, you know, they come out and they tell me, hey, man, I'm taking the Lions big this week. I think that they're a better team, I think, at home. But 
truth is that Seattle's game plan, the way they 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 move the ball, it works perfectly for this. They could keep that offense off the field, and I think that's what they're going to do. Three points is crucial here because I do truly believe this is a three point game either which way. And if you can get that that key number in football gambling, it's it's everything. So as far as a gambling perspective, that's that plus three is everything. It is, and you know where I bet that on Jerry, where I, where I bet that number. You know where I bet it. My bookie. And guys, the reason Vegas makes these lines on games is so we can bet on them. It's that simple. It's a simple way to bet on the games and have fun at mybookie.ag. Just remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. Mybookie.ag is the online destination to get some action on any game. It's safe, reliable. They've been in business for years, and that's why Jerry and I both recommend them. And when you win, guess what, guys? They pay you. That's the whole point. If you win a bet, you want to get paid. They have in-game betting the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for us fantasy guys, you can bet on the over-under of certain fantasy players how many points they'll score in a game. So I'll be heading over there with some of my under-the-radar plays. I'll be betting on them. If you listen to me and you listen to the Lamar Miller play I gave the other night and Will Fuller, then you won. You came out on top. They went over their projected totals. So just get on your computer or your mobile phone and go to mybookie.ag and get your account started right now. They will match your first deposit dollar for dollar. That's right, guys. You put in 200, they're going to match it. You have all that money to play with. The only thing you need to do is use the po- uh, promo code radio. That will activate the offer. So go to mybookie.ag today. That's mybookie, M Y B O O K I E.ag. And don't forget to use the promo code radio when you create your account to get your bonus. That's right, guys. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie.ag.